This podcast explores topics that may be unsettling or disturbing to listeners. Episode names are straightforward. If you're aware of your triggers, please proceed with caution. This podcast is generally not safe for work, but some episodes will be labeled otherwise. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy! been following the podcast, you know Caroline has PTSD. I myself have anxiety and depression. One of the best ways we deal with these challenges and the stresses of life in general is with CBD oil from Elevated Wellness, used in CBD specialists. The benefits of CBD are real and powerful. You owe it to yourself to stop by Elevated Wellness at 5716 Bel Air Boulevard, Suite D1, or give them a call at 832-742-5660 and tell them Nerd sent you. Hi, it's me, Tom. Hey, Tom. How are you doing? Nauseous. Is it because we're going to talk about aliens? No, I... No. I love aliens. <laughs> Do you think aliens did land at Roswell, New Mexico in the 1940s? Yes. And there was a huge government cover-up? Yes. Why did they cover it up? Because there would be mass hysteria... Dogs and cats living together, fire raining from the sky, rivers of blood. Well, dogs and cats do live together in some cases. Another one of my movie references. Yes, I got it. (laughs) What kind of mass hysteria do you think there would be? Because this happened in the 1940s. It's very different than today's world. Well, it's like what I told Joseph in the crop circle episode. It's, and I also talked about it a little bit in the astrophobia episode with Jay Lafar. Um, religion, like if people know that there's aliens, then it's it's gonna disprove that there's a god, I guess. Well, that was one of the points I read um, from one of the. And the conspirator is not the right term, but um, one of the people who was helping uh, spread this this conspiracy theory uh, was saying he was, uh, I, I guess he was ex, uh, ex-military, he's older. He was saying that he was there, and the reason they covered it up was, was two reasons. One was what you said, religion, um, because it would basically negate 
everything religions have taught us, basically all of them. Uh, and then number two, it, uh, you know, the, the military, because it would basically show that, you know, we couldn't possibly think that our, our military would be able to protect us. So we've got no religion to protect us, no military to protect us. You know, people would just lose their minds. Yeah, but then Trump wants to do a space force, so then people are going to be under, like, the false impression that we will be protected. But just because, like, you slap space force in front of, like, let's say a Marine or someone in the Navy or in the Army, like, they're the same person and they're not going to know how to do shit when it comes to aliens. Yeah, well, we we talked about on the space force episode uh how really what Space Force is going to look like in the short term is people sitting in front of computers and terminals, operating satellites and drones and things like that, not, you know, fighting uh, aliens with, with laser guns and lightsabers in outer space. And I, I have this now, I'm, our original theory that Trump heard about uh, an alien threat, and that's why it's Space Force, I, I feel like it's... I just feel like it's it's re it's re-energized, especially because of the news in the last couple of weeks that uh, the Navy has been keeping this file of of sightings by their Navy pilots of UFO sightings that they can't explain. Um, that they're openly saying they can't explain what these things are that they found. They've got video, they have audio. Some some Navy pilots, I think this is on the East Coast, were reporting seeing things on an almost daily basis. Uh, for recent in recent years, so I just and that just adds more more credo to our theory that Trump heard about this, and of course his advisors and people with any sense are like, you can't do anything about this. First of all, it's secret information. Number two, we really have no idea what to do anyway. And he, of course, in his mind, would immediately say, "We're just gonna make a space for us. That'll show them. We're gonna show those aliens we mean business, you know." And then it's that's the Trumpian response to it, no matter what, um, you know, press conference to who he thinks, I guess he thinks the aliens watch Fox news. I don't know. Um, but Roswell is really interesting. I think well, it's I, the perfect. I saw a meme on Facebook. I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, my friend Shelly posted it. So it's like this comic strip and it's this, this couple and they're in bed together and, and the girl's like telling the guy what's wrong. And he's like, it just dawned on me. There's no aliens. There's no Area 51. None of it is true. And then the girl says, how can you be sure? And he says, if there was, you think Trump could have kept his fat mouth shut? And she's like, <laughs> oh. And he's like, right? But but then I commented and I told her he didn't keep his mouth shut. He wants a fucking Space Force. Like, why does he want that? Yeah, it's that's as close as he can get to to keeping his mouth shut completely um you know like sometimes early in his first couple of years he would sometimes when talking about like national security stuff and, and threats he would mention like a country like a small country that that hasn't been on anyone's radar hasn't been in the news um that no one was asking him about and people were like why is he talking about this country like what is this where did that nugget even come from? And, you know, and they, of course, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this in, you know, in a, in a news article, but I think he just, he heard something in a briefing that he wasn't supposed to publicly say anything about. Uh, and he just blurted it out because he's 
you know, he is who he is. Yeah. I just want to throw in a side note. I'm seeing right here a news article. The friendship tree planted by Presidents Trump and Macron has died. <laughs> That's well, there there goes there goes the long friendship between France and America. That's funny. Is this how liberty dies well, with a tree falling in the wind? Have you ever been to Roswell? I have not been to Roswell. We were, there was one point we were planning a road trip, and we were we were going out west, and we were definitely going to stop there. But yeah. we did not go on that trip. I've been wanting to go there like real bad since I think I was like in middle middle school or something. Um but isn't it still like fencing and shit around it that people can't go in? Like isn't there like a facility there, a government facility? Well it was in you know, I saw an article that kind of confused this with Area fifty one. Area fifty one's in Nevada and that is a a government testing facility that's off limits, that's secret. You know, yes, people know it's there, but what they do there is is secret and and no one's allowed anywhere near there. Uh, Roswell had, from what my understanding, was just a normal Air Force base uh, in the New Mexico desert, Um, not really anywhere near, um, not anywhere close to Area 51. But I saw an article that's kind of confusing the two as if they were one and the same. I don't think so. I think there's an Air Force base which... Like any other military base, I don't think you could just, you can't just pop in there when you, you know, to take pictures. But there's also a lot of museums and tourist attractions there um, that kind of take take full advantage of the Roswell UFO incident uh, fandom, which is, I feel like, pretty big. When was Area 51 set up? Oh, gosh. I'm not sure. Because, <laughs> well, and then also, I'm uh, well, I'm looking up here like how far area 51 is from roswell because hold on let's see here because there's gotta be like some sort of connection it says 880 miles that's kind of far that's a little far yeah that's kind of far yeah because i mean i searched area 51 and roswell together and there's like a lot of of like look there's an establishment called Alien Zone Area 51, and that's in Roswell. It's like a, I don't know, it's just like a little alien-type museum thing. They call it Area 51. So then, but why is there a connection? Um, It's all part of the same mythos. It's all part of the aliens are visit here, aliens have abducted people. The government knows about aliens for quite some time and has covered it up. It's all part of that same that same mythos, that same storyline. And whether or not it's true, I mean, this is what I've been excited to talk about Roswell because this is the perfect ending to, in my mind, to the Space Oddities collection because. I don't think you'd have any of the other things that we talked about um, without Roswell, because even if people don't believe that aliens actually landed there, it kind of piqued the imagination. And then there were a whole generation of, of people who grew up hearing this story, you know, maybe even thinking it was fully fiction, but thinking, well, what is out there? And then all this science fiction and such that's come since is all inspired, not to mention the conspiracy theories, but but science fiction and conspiracy theories and all this stuff, all kind of stemming from from this time period and from Roswell specifically. Because even the idea of the flying, you know, flying saucers and little green men 
and the descriptions, the supposed descriptions of the aliens they found at Roswell became the standard of the, the you know, the aliens. That's what aliens look like. You know, big well, heads, I've, skinny little bodies, green skin, big black eyes. I thought, um, I thought they only found like, like, um, remnants of a UFO or something like. The official government story was that it was parts of a weather balloon, a, a weird weather yeah. balloon experiment. And there were, there were testing going on at that time. Scientists believe that the same way that, um, or at least one or two scientists believe that the same way you could hear sounds underwater, uh, like echoing from far away and you could detect that. Yeah. Um, they, they had the same idea. Maybe they could detect it in the atmosphere. So they had all these balloons or so they say, had all these balloons strung together um, in ways we'd, you know, be unusual even, you know, by anybody's imagination, trying to be able to detect, like, um, you know, nuclear testing in, you know, out in uh, Russia and, and, you know, in the, on the Pacific coast and things like that. Um, and that it was, you know, a crash to earth and that's the weird unexplained thing they found. Because there was a story in the newspaper the day after this thing crashed in this farmer's field that said, you know, UFO found on an identified object crashes in the field. And then the next day, they issued a retraction and said it was a weather balloon. And, um, you know, an, an official, you know, government officials came out and sort of all to back up and corroborate this story. Um, and, you know, of course, it all sounds too perfect and too logical. And, you know, to the conspiracy theory mind, it, you know, it, it's a little too, too perfect a story. Like, you can't really deny it. Oh, but even the name project you never heard about. Even the name of the farmer changes, like, from article to article. Like, did they, was it because he never put his name out there? Was it, like, supposed to be anonymous? Or they did, like, they give him a fake name? I I think people just get the story wrong because they don't even bother to try and look up because it's it's become bigger than the truth. Even you know it's it's now this 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 American myth that's bigger than the actual story. The facts don't matter anymore. You know what year it happened. The same idea. Well, why is Area Fifty One and 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 Roswell? Why are they like put together even though they're nowhere near each other and have very little to do with each other? Well, because it's all part of the the story. The story puts them all together. But how much like fiction do we have Roswell to thank? I mean, I was just seeing the trailer for the newest uh, Men in Black, you know, reboot spinoff, yeah. or whatever. And that whole series goes back to Roswell. Like, I think even the idea of the Men in Black themselves, the government, you know, the, the secret government officials who show up to clean up these messes and tell you the official story and then who disappear just as quickly, you know, all grew out of the, the mania around Roswell. So we have that to thank. We have all of my favorite space-based science fiction. I feel like we have that to thank, you know, so I'm ex I mean, maybe even, you know, maybe at some level, you know, our space race, um, you know, as much as it was us competing with the Russians and that's what, what first got us to start, you know, going into space was, was stories like that, you know, that made us kind of look up and say, well, what's out there? You know, is there more out there than just us? Like we never really thought about it too much. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at the newspaper clipping and the headline says, 
RAAF captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. And then there's like a little subtext or whatever. It says no details of flying disc are revealed. And then they came out like almost like the next day, right? Saying that it was a weather balloon. Oh, yeah. It was almost too for me. Oh, by yeah, we were wrong, you know. <laughs> and that's that part of that that the timing and how quickly you had this this thing, you know, the fact that the fact that they would even publish the original story to begin with, all of this feeds into the conspiracy theory, you know, mind. Where that's like, ah, just it's just why did it happen exactly in this way? It's all a little too suspicious. It's all a little too perfect. There's gotta be more to the story than you know, a weather balloon crash. So it says it was on, ooh, I just entered the FBI website. It says, disclaimer, the FBI's FOIA library contains many files of public interest and historical value. All uh, all this, blah, blah, uh, rules are the rules. Well, the FBI did a bunch of research or basically released all their files on on Roswell and their investigation, the UFOs in general, um, not too long ago. And, you know, and so they say kind of debunked all these, all the conspiracy theories. They talked about the secret weather balloon project that was going on at the time. It was called Project Mogul. Um, that was the, the one I described earlier with the weather balloons in the atmosphere sort of strung together in an odd way. And that that was what was found, you know, crashed to earth, of course. You know, if you believe the story and you believe the conspiracy theory, you know, it doesn't matter what the FBI says. Oh, you yeah. Know, uh, yeah. N- none of this, none of this changes the theory. And it, and it doesn't change the fact that it's a good story. And it's an interesting story. And it's interesting to think that what, you know, for, you know, because we think about it now, when we think about aliens, when even in pop culture, uh, how would we react if there really were aliens? And then... I think, you know, like I asked earlier, like, well, what would people then have, how would they have handled in the 1940s? I mean, they could barely handle people of different skin color and different, you know, from different countries, let alone aliens that don't even look like, you know, necessarily look humanoid. Uh, yeah. Well, it's well, like... And, go ahead. No. Sorry, I was done. Um, I'm seeing here that it says um, a lot of people... Th- for sure thought it was a flying saucer and then a series of secret dummy drops in New Mexico during the 1950s heightened their suspicions. What's a dummy drop? Yeah, one of the follow-ups to stories and one of the FBI research stories was they were also dropping like like crash test dummies or dummies that kind of looked like bodies or humans almost, uh, but not exactly. Uh, attached to like balloons and and various flying things that they were just kind of testing. Um, and so the body, these human-looking bodies and, and equipment, would crash to the ground and just fuel fuel the fire for, for the people that that believed it's that aliens might have landed. Were meant to test ways for pilots to survive falls from high altitudes. Okay. Whoa. Ever aliens. <laughs> I don't know. Like the more I look into the shit and talk about this shit, it just there's aliens. I know there's aliens. Well, speaking of the Roswell inspired, you know, Men in Black. So in Men in Black, one of the the funny jokes, at least I thought was a funny joke, was that 
you know, aliens were basically a bit are among us just posing as humans. And, uh, you know, one of the gags in the first movie was that a bunch of celebrities um, were all aliens, um, you know, just posing as humans. And of course, you know, I think Oprah was one, uh, Michael Jackson was one, and he even has a cameo in the movie. Um, I think Dennis Rodman was, they were joking because, you know, obviously he, he didn't, he wasn't trying to blend in too well. Um, but just like that, you know, aliens are kind of out there. Well, it's kind of like the politics. Like us. It's kind of like that conspiracy where people think that politicians are lizard people. Right. Because, like, I have a friend and he's like, don't shop at Walmart. Like, the the owners of Walmart, like the, the, Wal- the Walton family or whatever, they're all lizard people. <laughs> and and he also said like aliens so i guess like to him the aliens are are like lizard types well i don't think they're american lizards i think that's fair if they're lizard people i i feel like by definition they have to be alien lizard people yeah not not red-blooded american lizard people well i mean no because if you think back to like evolution and you know and the apes that were like almost human but not human like you would not call that an alien right so let's say like the lizards were trying like instead of apes evolving like it was lizards trying to evolve into something human like you know what so I mean? but they you think i don't know i don't know <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying bullshit. But that's, I mean, that's an interesting thought. Red-blooded American lizard people. Well, I always like to think that, you know, some aliens and some creatures, um, you know, would just kind of enjoy being, like, if they're posing as humans, maybe even for, they were sent, you know, as part of an invasion force, that they would just kind of enjoy being a human and, and, may, and a bunch of them would just kind of be like, yeah, I'm just kind of chilling out, watching TV. Um, like, there was... Um, that movie the... with Kristen Wiig. Have you seen it? I don't know. I saw it at the gym once. That was, like, the only reason why I kept exercising. <laughs> was because I wanted to finish watching the movie. Uh, but Kristen Wiig was in it, and she was, like, religious. But they stumble upon this alien, and the guy from Shaun of the Dead is in it. Simon Pegg. Yeah. And, um, he, like, the alien touches Kristen Wiig's forehead, and he heals her eye. Cause she was, like, blind in one eye or some shit. And he heals her eye, but then he shows her, like like, pretty much the answers to the universe and all that shit. And she's like, fuck religion, basically. You know what I mean? Like, um, but that movie is so good. I really enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. But this little alien was just like a chill ass dude smoking weed. Like, it's a good movie. Well, even E.T. was kind of like that. E.T. was hanging out, eating, uh, I forget what candy he was eating, you know, hanging out, playing, um, playing with the kids, just having a ball. And then, of course, trying to get home. Um, there's a, in Kevin Smith, this isn't Aliens exactly, but it's the same idea. Uh, in Kevin Smith's movie, uh, Dogma, God goes M.I.A. Because once in a while, God comes down to human form and God loves skee-ball. And so he, in his human form, was just 
down at the Jersey Shore playing skee ball. He gets beat up by, um, you know, by evil, you know, evil thugs to kind of put him out of commission so that bad things can happen because uh, he's vulnerable when he's in his human form. But I just kind of the, the joke of, you know, even God just wants to freaking chill out as a human and play ski ball and uh, to, you know, walk along the boardwalk and look at the beach and the ocean. Um, you know, I think in the same thing with some, some alien lizard people, like I think that in other words, there would be red blooded American lizard people hanging around, just not invading or not wanting to take over, or hurt anybody, just drinking beer and watching TV and playing on their Xbox and streaming Netflix like everybody else. You know, some things in life aren't that bad. I think you're an alien. You don't know any better. You know, there's there's creature comforts of life as a human that I think they would enjoy. And then they're just here chilling. Well, it's kind of like that show, The Good Place, where the guy is a demon, but he like he enjoys like little human stuff like karaoke or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Um, So then the. That ranch is probably private property, right? Like that that farm or the ranch that they found the pieces in? Well, if he's... Ooh, I mean, if the guy... It depends on how much he values his privacy. If the, if the guy was smart, you know, he or his family would have opened up their... Have opened up their own museum there and people can go look at the actual area. But I could also see uh, somebody being like, you know, I don't want anybody around here fencing the whole thing off and you know, keeping people to themselves. I don't know. Well, yeah, because you can get a whole lot of wackos. Sure. Like real diehard people who start digging holes trying to look for more proof. You know what I mean? I I don't want to call them wackos. I'll take that back. But, you know, just really enthusiastic people. (laughs) Yeah, maybe overly enthusiastic. Yeah. For sure. I I I want to go to Roswell. I think it would be very interesting. Like I said, it, it's the epicenter, you know, of of UFO culture, of UFOs in in pop culture, in literature, in conspiracy theories. This that's the granddaddy of them all. You know, I don't even think there'd be skeptics. I, I mean, there'd still be skeptics about things like the moon landing, but I think there'd be less if Roswell hadn't happened. Yeah. Well, when was that term used before Roswell? Because that was in 1947. So was the word UFO, UFO. used any time before that? Or was that I like... Be- yes, I believe the UFO was a military term for just any flying, not necessarily space objects, but just, you know, unidentified flying objects, literally like it could be a plane that they just hadn't identified yet, um, you know, or just something in the air. And then it didn't become associated with like space aliens and flying saucer kind of stuff until until Roswell and, and things like Roswell that, that would happen around that time. Then, it, then UFO got it. And that's why the Navy with this recent report and all these sightings, they're really trying to, they've been trying to get away from the term they won't use the term UFO or anything like that because they don't want it. It's like we're not assuming these are, you know, space alien flying saucers. We don't want to alarm people. We don't want people to start laughing at us either. You know, these are very real things that we have not identified that happen to be flying. <laughs> like they need a new acronym so that UFOs because UFOs basically have been co opted for space aliens. 
Well, I'm seeing here that people were were seeing um, UFOs as early as 1897, and in 1909 they were spotted a lot in Australia, New Zealand, Great Britain, and Eastern United States. And then there was a sighting also in 1957, uh, an airship, that's in quotes, was seen over McMinnville, Oregon. Well... I just want to know what the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, what do y'all got going on? Well, I think some some of those sightings are government experiments, you know, new plane technology, new engines, foreign plane and satellites. And and now now more than ever, there there can be there's it's within the realm of scientific possibility very easily that there are flying objects that move you know, in every direction, because we've seen it with drones. Like we've seen drones that can move like that up, down, left, right, diagonal, you know, doing loops and whatever. So now like that seems, that doesn't seem like such a a crazy thing that you'd see a flying object at a high speed that moves, you know, that doesn't move like a plane or a helicopter or something. Um, So that, you know, and then for some of the things that people are seeing in the sky, the same thing, like, you know, especially if they're near an air force base, um, I think some of them had to be either just normal plane stuff that just for some reason was shining a light in the sky. Um, and then other stuff is, you know, experiments, simulations, you know, uh, just just normal, pretty much normal stuff. Because um, spy planes have been, you know, they've been working on spy planes for almost as long as they've had planes uh, on both, you know, both on the American side and, and people that America has fought against. So some of it is that. But then they get to a point where some things just aren't explained by that, like the most recent stuff that the Navy's been been publicizing. Is it just me, or has SNL recently been throwing a lot of those abduction skits on the show? Well, they have, but that's mostly because that Kate McKinnon character was such a, when they first did it, was was such a hit and that that you know it's one of those we're going to beat this character into the ground um because it's really funny in this <laughs> at least or at least it was um yeah that just that that was like a one looked like a one-off skit and Kate McKinnon's character was just so like amazingly hilarious in that first one that they've been doing that a lot uh, or versions of that. That's a little more SNL, you know, running running a gag into the ground, reoccurring character wise. Mm, I don't know. But but essentially, we wouldn't have that, I think, without Roswell conspiracies giving birth to other conspiracies. You know, leading into you know the seventies and the eighties and nineties when when these these things became like a bigger part of the pop culture and then like more recently like the x-files and even the marvel universe you know on top of you know the obvious space stuff you know your star treks your star wars there's Um, an x-files episode that i am hella traumatized by there is which one it's the one where a bunch of bugs start coming up out of drains. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's X-Files, but that shit fucked me up. It's so nasty. Because <laughs> every time I take a shower or wash my hands in the sink, I'm still like like half expecting bugs to come out of the holes. And uh, <laughs> uh, Well, 
again, I don't think you have you have Roswell to thank for the X Files because not everything on there is alien abduction. Some of it's very different stuff, but at the heart of it, you know, that's that's the initial inspiration. So thank you, Roswell aliens, for giving us things like the X Files. Well, there was also that one like CW type show called Roswell, right? And it was like yes. an alien love story. Right. Young teenage alien falls in love with a young teenage alien woman, I think. They made a new, there's a new one. And I'm afraid, I was afraid to use hashtags when we were promoting and getting the word out about this new episode because there's a new series. I think it's also in the CW called Roswell, New Mexico. And I think it also plays into the mythos and and the story while also being you know, a quirky teen drama uh, slash romance slash comedy. Yeah, I think um, like <laughs> my sister Sarah was all about Roswell when it was out. And I remember watching it, but I don't remember the whole thing. But yeah, um, yeah, it's true. I mean, Roswell did spark the imagination of lots of people. Well, my one of my favorite shows of all time, Futurama, a lot of the science fiction and then the science fiction parodies that they um, or a lot of the, the tropes of science fiction that they parody in the show are stuff that either came out of Roswell or even Roswell itself. In fact, one of the best episodes of Futurama, uh, they accidentally traveled through time to uh, in their in the ship to, to Roswell, New Mexico. Um, to the Air Force Base. The uh, crashed flying saucer is actually uh, Bender's uh, Bender's ass, basically. Um, and then the alien that they find is Dr. Zoidberg. Um, and, and in the end, Fry ends up uh, becoming his own grandfather uh, because his grandfather was, uh, was stationed there, but then got blown up and then... Uh, well, in the end, Fry ends up being his own grandfather. Well, Roswell, like I said, um, I think so much of science fiction we owe to to Roswell and and the similar conspiracy theories that grew out of it. I think some of the actual science and space exploration and uh, came out of people's curiosity, just stemming from the incident, sort of inspiring ideas of what's out there. And, you know, and as we go into the next collection, which is about the future, I think even more so now I start thinking about, you know, aliens is going to be a big question that we're going to have to think about and talk about. It's very exciting. Yes. All right, Tom, thanks for being on the show. No problem. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Thanks again to Tom DeRosa for being our special guest on this, the last episode of the Space Oddities Collection. This marks the end of this collection. We'll be back with a new collection in about two weeks on July 1st. Collection 3 is The Future. Thanks to TAO for our theme song. Thanks to Pillow Snake for the musical interludes. Thanks to our sponsors, Elevated Wellness, Houston CBD Specialists. Go there so you can chill the F out. Um, now is a great time that we're going on our summer hiatus to catch up on all of the episodes. Um, all of the Phobia Collection, all of the Space Oddities Collection on Google, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, go find Nerd and catch up on everything. And enjoy your summer. Again, we'll be back on July 1st. Thanks. Bye.